happy we are to have another Sunday with you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to week three edition of the Sunday Card right here on Sports Country Radio. Dan Zampano, Matty Ice, Matty C, Matt Silvin. And for the time being, Chris Raza, if his Wi-Fi doesn't go out. I promise, though, we will have him locked in as long as we can from the great city of Ansonia. Uh, Chris, welcome. How are you with your WebEx going? I'm doing well. Uh, I believe I went 5-0 and last week. I guess you did. I was just going to say, we need the 5-0 and man on the show. He's the only one that gives us any credibility. <laughs> uh, I believe I went 5-0. and uh, Super hit. Yeah. Big, the super, so it's 6-0 and in a way. Uh, and we had a big, big Raiders win in the, 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 the home opener in Vegas. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing well. Maddie, three and two week. Yeah, no, we made it out alive with the Raiders. I mean, luckily for, for personal benefit, I mean, Drew Brees and his, uh, his limp arm helped us get the, uh, get to the Raiders on Monday night and we got, we got over a hump. So we end up on a positive and better than, better than two, uh, the one and two week on the, on the night before. So we're, we're, we're flush on the year. We're it, totally it, square. It feels good. It feels good. Four and one for your boy. Feels good. Missed on the one that mattered, though, uh, the Pats. So what can we say? God, you know, really quick on that, really quick. I know we always try and move on to the next show. I rewatched that at work the other day. I did, too. And, and I just – I was it was on it was on NFL Network. Man, they just – they sniffed out that final run play. But it's the right call. It's still the right call, but they sniffed it out right from the jump that the Seahawks did. I had no problem with the call whatsoever. I would have thought maybe they could have thrown in. Remember they threw the pop pass into that same thing and scored on it with uh, Johnson. I mean, they, that could have been a, a spot there. But you're on the one-yard line. They had no business being in the game. Put the ball in now who John Gruden's calling Slam Newton's hands and let's go. <laughs> like, come on. I, I, I see like 10 goal line jump pass touchdowns for Cam Newton. Like, just – the fake the run of that shotgun, and I mean, you you could have I mean you could have like six linemen score touchdowns for the Patriots this year when they line up in that heavy package and there's like four extra eligible receivers or extra eligible linemen. Like I the love entire that. line reports as eligible. Yeah, See, that's why we drafted Isaiah Wynn to catch touchdown passes. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, after really good weeks this week for everybody, I think it's I think it's imperative that we keep it going, ladies and gentlemen. Uh. Let's keep it going with a couple of picks. Uh, recording on a Thursday night. We're watching Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, light up the Jags. Matt starting our good friend LaVisca Chenault in, in fantasy this week. So you know what? I feel good going into this. So let's keep it rolling with the Sunday night game. And guys, these two games, these two primetime games, <laughs> I mean... Throw everything out the window. I have no idea even where I'm going as we speak on either of the two games. So I'm in a, I'm in a pretzel. Yeah, I am literally a Bavarian pretzel right now. <laughs> two things. So Matt, I, I, I'm gonna let you. Uh, I'm gonna let you go first here on the Sunday nighter. We have Saints. We have we have Packers. Packers are hot. Saints lose to the Raiders. They got a short week, but they're at home. But there's no fans. I don't know. Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas. I'm lost. This is when you're either picking between what you've seen or you're picking a spot. The Saints are in a spot. The Saints are in a classic Sean Payton, off a loss, back at home spot. 
But if you're using your eyeballs and you've been watching football for the past two weeks, the Packers have scored 40 points the first two weeks. Drew Brees has a noodle arm. They're comparing him to Peyton Manning in his, Peyton Manning in his last year. And most of his air yards, he, he hasn't thrown, I think he's thrown seven passes over 10 yards. I believe that's what our good friend, Mr. Lombardi, said. Out of eight passes, he's thrown seven air yard, seven passes of 10 air yards or more. And only two have been completed. Oh, that's, that's bad. <sighs> but I just, this one is, is I'm not, I, I'm seeing everybody, I'm seeing a lot of sharps. Everybody's just saying, well, you have to take the Saints. Well, you have to take the Saints. We have to take the Saints. I don't have to do whatever you tell me to do, Dad. Okay? I'm taking the Packers. I'm taking three points. When I first saw it flash at three points, I thought it was crazy. I get that everybody's saying that it's the Packers offense that, we, you know, and I think Devontae Adams plays, even if he is a just a decoy out there, if he was just running routes and he's just taking out, if Marshawn Lattimore's on him, that's fine. Open it up for MVS and open it up for all those other guys. And I know that they've got a great run D, so Aaron Jones is not going to be able to do what he did against the Detroit Lions. But I just don't see the Saints doing doing what they did. And, and you know, and it's be with the, no offense, Chris, they got to be for the Raiders. I mean, that's, that's not a great look. It's not a great look. And the only reason they beat the Bucks by as well as they did is because it's Tom Brady's first game in a brand-new offense, and they had a pick six on the defense. So I, I'm taking Aaron Rodgers. I'm taking the Packers. He's balling out this year. I, you know, guess what? Your preseason pick of Aaron Rodgers for MVP looking pretty good right now. I, I feel good about it. I feel good about a couple of those. Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson. I feel good about those. Chris, I know. I know. I almost can telegraph right now. Actually, I do know what Chris is going to pick. But even before I knew, I knew he was going to make this pick. Well, you know me. Anytime I'm getting Aaron Rodgers with points, and I, especially, again, this is how I feel when you get just these really tight, close games with, you know, two what should be good teams. Like you said, the Saints did not look great on Monday night. At, you know, as the Raiders did play well, but the Saints also just looked very bad. Um, give me Aaron Rodgers in the points all day, every day. Uh, Aaron Jones looks out, like you said, this is going to be a different run defense than they face in Detroit. Uh, but I, I just think with, with the trajectory of these teams, you have the Packers kind of on the up and up here. And you have the, I think the Saints are just, you just sell them now because I think they might be in for a rough year with, like you said, Drew Brees has not looked good. He missed a completely wide open receiver on Monday night. And how many times have we seen Drew Brees do that before? Not many. Not many, but Chris is saying to sell the Saints this early year. the Saints. You know, his Super Bowl pick. His Super Super Bowl Bowl pick. Selling on them. Chris, this team never starts, this team never starts 2 0. Ever. When is the last, I don't know the last time that the Saints ever started 2-0. But here's, I'll give you another stat on uh, the Saints here. Do you know the Saints have 10 pass interference penalties this year for 157 yards? The next highest team has 57 yards of pass interference penalty. Wow. That would be the Carolina Panthers. Pulling that one out, Aaron Rodgers, Packers plus three. That one, that one is right there from the moon. All right. So everybody listening at home, please bet the Saints and take your money. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I'm just. We're all consensusing. Consensus on the is horrible. I like. I like the Packers here, and a couple of different reasons too. Is just because I think Rodgers is going to take advantage of, of, of. I don't think the Saints secondary is very good. 
I really don't. They got eaten alive by a lot of fun, talented receivers in the Raiders. I know a lot of that went to Darren Waller. But, you know, the Packers, I think that LaFleur and and uh, and and Rodgers just have something going right now where they, they just are in sync. Everything is on point. The Saints don't look like they're in sync at all. I mean, Emmanuel Sanders hasn't done anything like we thought he was going to do on offense. It's the Kamara show. And, you know, when when you have to defend, you know, Kamara pretty much, I mean, that's the only thing that the Packers right now are probably game planning for is how are we going to stop Alvin Kamara? Let's force Drew Brees to throw down, throw down the field. I don't remember the last time somebody said, let's force Drew Brees to throw down the field. And I think that's probably going to be the strategy. And when that's the strategy, I think that's probably recipes for success. So I like the Packers at plus. Yeah. I, I think, I think they absolutely challenge him to throw down the field. They are going to like, they're going to have, you know, receivers on single coverage on the outside and they're going to load guys in the, the box. It's just, and, you know, and, and like we were saying, I was standing up picking a spot. Like, I think in a traditional year, I think a lot of us would be on the Saints here. If you got, again, home crowd in the Superdome and everything like that, I think it's totally different conversation. With this year, I just, I, there's, I, you can't take some of these metrics as far as like, oh, these past five year stats. I just don't think that they apply the same way. I agree. I agree. Uh, moving on, Monday night game. Now, the Monday night game, to me, I think these two teams, I did, I did power rankings this week. I have these two teams one and two. I think Kansas City and Baltimore are the two best teams in the league. I think most people would agree with that, at least from a consistency standpoint. Kansas City, though, getting a scare. How about Herbie, huh? How about the Herbster? First game out, look at that guy go, huh? I mean, that's a pretty that's a pretty good performance from Justin Herbert. But uh, but the but the Bucker the Bucker stops here with him. I mean, that was incredible. Fifty eight yards, like three times. How do you do that? I mean that that guy is. It, I mean, is he the best kicker in the league? Probably, probably. You trust him as far as in crunch time. It's between him and, and and Jay Tucker. Big kicker matchup this week. Bucker and huge Bucker. kicker matchup. Who? How many? How many yards total? What's the over under on yards total on made field goals this week? Oh, that's a great prop. I love that. That might be a great prop. <laughs> um, Kansas City is a three and a half point dog on the road at Baltimore. Um. Are we trusting the running game of Baltimore or are we trusting Kansas City to bounce back after a bad week? I mean, I, I saw three and a half. I thought I, I, I said, yeah, I said, yeah, I, it was, it, this was a Monday bet for me. This was, this is a full week out. I said, there's no way this hook lasts around. I, I, there's no chance that this hook lasts around. But I mean, as we speak, as, as I'm looking at, um, again, our great friends, of the action network app have these, have these fantastic tools that they give us. Um, the, the chiefs or, or sorry, the Ravens, they're getting the sharp money. I mean, they're getting thirty percent of the thirty-six percent of the bets and eighty-eight percent of the money. So that means to tell me that the sharps think that this three and a half is far too low, and they are getting value. So that means that they've got this game booked at probably four, four and a half, five. Um, I, I just don't know. I, I just think, I just think Andy Reid and Patty Mahomes. I understand the Ravens look. I mean, the Ravens look dominant. They've did two wins. They've absolutely just dominated their opponents for two weeks. But. I'm just not ready to keep up with the Chiefs, man. They're the Super Bowl champs. They're so good. See what Patrick Mahomes could do with his arm? Three and a half? Three and a half? I was going to be below a field goal. How dare they disrespect those AFC West and Super Bowl champions, Chris, over there. You guys are the AFC West experts, so I'm deferring to you. Matt says Chiefs. Do you believe in the Chiefs, or is this the Ravens' time, Chris? I don't want to believe in the Chiefs. I'll tell you that much. Uh, but again, and this is so similar to following my whole route with with the the Saints Packers. You've got two 
pretty darn good teams here. At least I, you know, the Saints should be good. But with the with the Chiefs, Ravens, I'm hoping and I'm praying that this is one of those crazy shootout games that we had with the Chiefs and the Rams a couple of years ago. Uh, and again, it's I think when you see a team like the Chiefs, and if they're getting points, how do you not take them getting points just to stay in the game, basically stay within a field goal uh, in a in a in a matchup that should be pretty close? So I'm I'm going against every every fiber in my being here, and and I'm taking the I'm taking the Chiefs at plus three and a half. Uh, I'll tell you what I've had this game circled before the season started. I knew both of these teams were going to be two and zero. Oh. When they when they were going to meet, uh, there was no question in my mind that they were both probably going to be dominant. Uh, and I picked this game three weeks ago, and I'm picking the Baltimore Ravens. I think the Baltimore Ravens win this game probably by a touchdown late in the game, close. It's going to be a close game, no question about it, back and forth. But I think Lamar Jackson this time it is his time. This is why I picked them Super Bowl pick. So if you're wondering what my power rankings were, I had Baltimore one and I had Kansas City two. I just think Baltimore is more diverse in what they can do on offense. Uh, the three-headed running back combination of Dobbins, Edwards, and Ingram uh, have been dominating the past two weeks. Uh, I think that's going to definitely keep the game slower. I think they're going to keep Mahomes a little bit more off the field. And I and I think there's there's struggles when you have to play as a when everybody's expecting you to do be perfect and be the Chiefs and be explosive, and you don't look like the Chiefs. That weighs on a team, and I think it weighed on them a little bit last week. They were able to get out of it. They would not have won that game if they were playing a team like Baltimore on the road, and I think they're probably going to have a little bit of a struggle here. I think most people like the Chiefs, and like you said, the sharp money is all over the Baltimore Ravens, and I can absolutely agree with them. I picked this game two weeks ago in my head, and, I, and I'm sticking with it. I got Ravens by a touchdown here, so I'll take the minus, the minus three and a half here. Yeah, I'm feeling like a big square on this game, so you're probably right. Um, before we get into the picks, uh, and we'll get just to this game quickly, we have a lock-off game this week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the the high and mighty, apparently the going 16-0 and Oakland, uh, Oakland, Las Vegas Raiders, gave the New Orleans Saints the flu, uh, the Vegas flu, uh, on Monday night, and now are 2-0 and heading to New England. Chris, how do you feel about coming to Foxborough? Are you going to enjoy your Raiders coming up here? Bill Belichick, awful loss. Cam Newton. I mean, what are you thinking? Well, I, I think Monday night was a big test for the Raiders. You know, there's a lot of a lot of pressure on them opening night in Vegas. Um, I, I, you know, I was thinking this week. I almost wish uh, the Patriots won on Sunday night over Seattle, <laughs> so that they wouldn't have to play Belichick coming off a loss. And I'm sure everyone and their mother has already seen. Belichick wearing the shirt that he's had for 20 years and just rolled out of bed uh, on that Zoom call the other day because uh, he does not look like a happy camper. You know, I'm gonna have faith in my team that they're gonna, you know, they're they're gonna be able to win the game and pull pull it off. But you know, uh, when I take off my Raiders cap, put on my NFL cap, it's gonna be a hard game. It's gonna be a hard game traveling. You know, traveling on the East Coast. Cam Newton looks good. That defense looks pretty solid, especially you know because again they were playing Russell Wilson. It looks like he's the best quarterback in the league right now. Uh, I will admit DK Metcalf did make Stephon Gilmore look like a absolute fool. Uh, he hasn't played uh, well in two weeks, Stephon Gilmore. Hasn't played well. Yeah. So, you know, but again, I think I think if, if you're Bill Belichick, you're scheming for Josh Jacobs and you're scheming for uh Darren Waller. And and it's gonna be the question, can they cover Waller and, and does Henry Ruggs' speed make a difference? I, uh, I don't so think we'll, we'll, I don't think Belichick has slept. That's what I think. No. I really don't. I think he's just so angry about losing by a yard. 
that he's just hasn't. He's been he's just been watching film for whatever you know, sixty hours. He was chew. He chewed those holes in that sweater that he was wearing. He was just literally chewing them through his own like sweater shoulder. There, I think I remember that sweatshirt from like two thousand and four. Like I think I was, I'm pretty sure he he probably bought that when he became coach of the Patriots. Like that's an or it was old, given to him. That's an old sweatshirt. There's no question. It's got flies in it. Okay, uh, I like. I'm. I mean. They're not going to be on my list this week, but I do love love the Patriots at minus five and a half. I think the fact that Cam Newton, what he did last week, uh, the Patriots under a touchdown at home, that rule still applies. Now, now we know. Now we know. Well, hey, they're on my list this week. Oh, okay, go for it. <laughs> Number three, I, I think that I just think it's uh, you know I, I, what Chris said earlier. It's just a perfect setup as far as Belichick off a loss. Gruden, Gruden in an all-time letdown spot after a big win. Uh, I, c- coming back across, you know, west to east. There's, there's, there's every single factor that it plays into this. And, and I just think the Raiders' offense is just a little too simple that Belichick's going to read right through it as far as Waller. Waller had 16 targets last week, 12 of 16. Their entire offense moved through Waller and Jacobs. And Jacobs was on the sideline every two seconds trying to get work done on his legs. So I, I think that... And you could run all over the Raiders, so I don't think there's any chance that they they, they cover the six points here. I, under a touchdown, saw it flash at minus five today, really quick on Thursday, and I was shook, to say the least. But five and a half, I will happily take it. I I agree with him. I agree with you. All right, let's go number three, Chris. Number three for me is the Titans two and a half against the Vikings. Uh, the Titans look solid, and and the God the Vikings look suspect. Kirk Cousins looks. Absolutely horrendous. Of course, after they sign him to his nice extension, he looks terrible. Uh, the Titans look like they're in the same form as they did last year, so I'm going to give me give me the Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill uh, against the Minnesota Vikings. I love it. I love that pick. I think that's a great pick. Um, for me, number three right here uh, is actually – this is crazy. I feel like a crazy person picking this pick because I feel like everybody's going to look at me and say, Dan, are you on drugs? Dan, are you crazy? You should be in a mental hospital. You should be in a straitjacket. Philadelphia Eagles. Am I on them? Absolutely. I love Philadelphia Eagles this week. I think this is the ultimate game of your season ends if you lose this game. So you better come out and you better lay wood. And they're playing a bad team. But everybody's on them, of course, because Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow. Everybody's very excited. He's covered the last two weeks. He had a backdoor cover against the Browns. Listen, listen. The Bengals can't block anyone. They couldn't block uh, my two-year-old cousin right now. I mean, they really can't do it. And I think that's the one strength that the Eagles have is their defensive line. Now, Wentz has been terrible, but I don't think everything is his fault. However, it's not. It's going to have to be all on him this week because he didn't have anybody to throw to this week. Rager's out. Jeffrey, I don't think, is going to even play this week. I mean, they have a lot of injuries, but I think against a Bengals team as a desperate football team, we talk about hungry dogs running faster. Hungry birds fly higher, okay? Like, we have to do it. Let them (laughs) soar. Give me the Eagles, who I think are down to minus four and a half, right? I I was just going to say four and a half. Like, that's I had them at minus six and a half earlier in the week. Uh, four and a half, I mean, I don't see how you can't take them. They're at home. You have to win this game, and you have to 
you have to win it impressively. And I think they will come out strong this week against the Bengals. Um, number two, Maddie. Boy, oh boy. I mean, just so many ways to go. And I'm just trying. I'm just. I'm trying just not to be. I mean, I literally like every team that I took last week again this week. But this one, we're going to put this one on the table, Dan. And I hope you have a rebuttal for me here. Because we're going to take the Buffalo Bills minus. They're actually down to minus two. They're down to minus two. Um, the Rams, they've played, they played great football these, these first two weeks, I think. And then obviously the Buffalo Bills have played two of the worst teams in football, the Miami Dolphins, who, hey, maybe they're not so bad as they're kicking the living crap out of Gardner Mitchie right now uh, in the Jags defense. But Josh Allen, I mean, talk about let Russ cook is trending. We're let Josh Allen cook this year. He had his first 300-yard game in week one. He has his first 400-yard game in week two. Now he's playing a legitimate secondary this week, obviously. He's got Jalen Ramsey on Stephon Diggs. Um, but I, I just think the Bills at home, and I think that their defense, I think I think the the Bills' defense is the toughest defense that the Rams have played so far. I think Trey White's going to do a really good job of taking out their outside receiver, which is mostly going to be Robert Woods. Um, and I just think that they're going to be able to – Josh Allen is going to be able to put together a game big enough that they're going to be able to win this one at home with defense. They haven't been running the ball very well. I think that they have a chance to get back to that this week. Um and I'm going to take the Bills minus two. Minus two. Again, I have I have them two and a half, and to drop the two as as we started recording. So, Ugh. Chris, Ugh. Ugh. Well, Matt, Matt I, took. I know uh, you this one here. Yeah, Matt took the words right out of my mouth. Hey, <laughs> give me the. Again, I I think you know Josh Allen looks like he he's taking that step. You know, I know he hasn't played anyone so significantly great. Uh, but I think again, adding Stephon Diggs there to have give him a true bona fide number one receiver to throw to, along with Cole Beasley, uh, as a nice addition there in Buffalo. And like I said, that defense has been absolutely, uh, I mean, phenomenal. So give me the Bills. I guess yeah, minus two now uh, against against the hapless Rams. Rams money line. Come on, folks. Are we really <laughs> gonna do this? They played the Jets and the Dolphins. I mean, come I mean, on. I mean that. It's it's unbelievable the smoke getting blown up Josh Allen's keister. I mean it's it's really something to me. The Rams the Rams have done probably the best job in terms of scheming I have seen from them in in the whole last year. I mean absolutely, but I mean with them and all the new pieces kind of that they've that they've had losing Cooks, putting in Van Jefferson, Rob Woods has looked good. But the great part about the Rams is that they haven't. They, they don't rely on one single player is what I'm saying. One week it's Robert Woods. The next week it's Tyler Higbee. And I, I'm sorry, the Bills' defense in fourth quarters hasn't been very good. Give up late touchdowns. I know the game's out of hand against the Jets, but they give up a late touchdown there. They get backdoor covered by Ryan Fitzpatrick. They struggle against Ryan Fitzpatrick in the first, in the first half. That game was close. I just I can't see where, how the Bills even I, – I, I can't see how the Bills win this game. But that's actually not on my board. I'll be honest with you. That no, all right. I thought I thought that's what you were taking. I was going to say, uh, but but for the record, they are getting Milano and Edmonds back. They're getting their number, their top two linebackers back this week, which both went out week one. So that okay. also gives me a lot of confidence. Okay, that's fair. Um, I do have the Rams plus three because I got it early in the week. But I, my number two, listen, this one might be the easiest. This might, it might be the easiest one I have this week. But I, there's one more that I like a little bit more: Seahawks and Cowboys. This game is going way over. I mean, I just, I cannot see 
either one of these two defenses stopping either one of these two offenses. The number is a 56 and a half. Hopefully you got it early in the week, get it at 55 and a half, get it past that eight touch or below that eight touchdown mark. Uh, can I tell you something? Both of these teams are in top 10 most yards given up uh, to, to, to opposing quarterbacks. Seattle is giving up the most yards to opposing quarterbacks of any team in the league. They had Matt Ryan throw for 500 yards or almost four, almost 500 yards against them. They had Cam Newton throw for almost Cam Newton, by the way, who apparently doesn't have any receivers, 397 yards last week. Um, Dallas, again, just the ball turn, the turnovers in the first quarter really killed them against Atlanta. But I mean, where has Seattle's defense been? I mean, we talk about this addition of Jamal Adams and he was a big factor, no question about it. But Jamal Adams has not been a factor in, in the coverage game. I mean, that's really where they've struggled. Neither team has that great of a defensive line. They're not really going to get pressure on the back. And, and Russell Wilson right now is probably the MVP of the league. Uh, I, I see this game going over eight easily. Give me uh, over 56.5 for the Seattle Seahawks and the Dallas Cowboys. How you taking the biggest total of the week and saying it's going over. It, it, I feel like I'm looking in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Easy money. Easy money. Okay, Matt, number three. Number three. I'm trying not to stay. I, I love Chris's Tennessee pick. Your Philly pick's great. I could. I have a side that I want to pick in the game that you just mentioned, but we're going to this game. Ooh. Oh, I know. I know. I know where you're going. We're taking the Bears plus three. Oh, wow. Against- Whoa, I was not expecting <laughs> We're taking the Bears plus three against the Atlanta Falcons. How can you make the Atlanta Falcons a favorite after what we have seen out of their defense the past two weeks? I still have faith in the Bears defense to actually get a stop. And Mitchell Trubisky has been getting it done. I don't care how ugly it is. It's ugly. It's ugly. It's ugly. It's very It's uglier than your cousin's ex-girlfriend ugly, okay? But. (laughs) Bears plus three. I, I just I just think that they do enough to stay in this game. The Falcons cannot stop anybody. They can't stop anybody. Oh. Give me the Bears plus three. Oh wow. That We're getting ugly. Like, We're getting I, ugly this week. You gotta like some dogs this week. The favorites went 14 and one and 14 one and one last week. You gotta get ugly this week. I just We're getting ugly. I I I hate both of those teams. I mean I Oh, you're asking you're asking me like to choose between like you know uh, the knife or the bullet. I mean that's pretty much all you're <laughs> like you know kill me slowly with with Chicago or kill me quick with Atlanta. I mean like, it's it's horrible. I just go go Chris go number three please. <laughs> number three for me, uh, Dan. I'm staying with the same game that you had, but I'm going to take the Cowboys plus five with the Hello! points against Seattle. Uh, which pains me to bet against Russell Wilson here. Uh, but again, I like I said, I think it's going to be that shootout kind of situation, a close game. Uh, and I kind of just like Dak Prescott here to get a little bit of a backdoor cover situation against the king of the backdoor cover. Big time. Uh, you know, you know, kind of a situation, you know, against how they had against Atlanta last week where they kind of make a little comeback where they get something at the end and, you know, whether or not they get the final push to get the win, I don't know, but I think they'll be able to keep it kind of within that five points. Uh, as Dallas has looked impressive, at least on the offensive side of the ball so far this year. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I would take Dallas. Absolutely. I, that was one that I was actually thinking about earlier this week. 
and saying, man, like, I don't see how you can take Seattle here with the amount of yards you're giving up and the amount of points you're giving up. I mean, they're just, you love them, obviously, as a team. You love them probably to win, take them on the money line. But, I mean, even Dallas on the money line doesn't sound horrible. I think there's a good chance they could win this game. Um, number, my number one here, uh, this one was pretty easy for me because it was weird. The beginning of the week, this line opened at six points. Six points and got steamed to the underdog. Absolutely steamed. And got all the way down to three and a half. And I just don't see. I mean, I just think this is a bad matchup. I just don't see how Houston keeps up with Pittsburgh and and that defense. I, I think Pittsburgh minus four that it's now up to. That defense in Pittsburgh, I mean, Houston just doesn't have the line to block them. I mean, poor Houston. I mean, they just get right out of the gate. Chiefs, Ravens, Pittsburgh. I don't think there's a better team outside of those two t- other teams we just mentioned, Kansas City and Baltimore. There's not a better team in the American Football Conference right now than the Pittsburgh Steelers. The way the Roethlisberger is throwing the ball down the field, Juju a complete resurgence. I mean, I, I'm shocked by that. Deontay Johnson really doing well. Chase Claypool has been a nice little addition there. I, I just think Pittsburgh, this is, a, this is a mismatch. This is a big, big mismatch. Houston doesn't have the defense nor the offensive line to contain. I think Pittsburgh minus four in a week of the favorite this week. It appears. Everybody's on a lot of favorites this week uh, and fading those dogs after the dogs did a lot of covering last week. Week of the favorite, Pittsburgh Steelers minus four. Uh, I mean, that one's that was a little too – I don't know. I, I'm so against Houston this year. I mean, I've hated them every step of the way, and they've, they've done nothing but prove us right as far as – but, I mean, they, they also have I – mean, Who's who's drawing a tougher schedule than Houston? No one. You go Casey, Baltimore, and I get Pittsburgh. Yeah. I mean, just a brutal, brutal schedule. Somebody get it out of the way early. Does not like Bill O'Brien. I think. I mean, that's that's a brutal opening schedule. Um, okay, let's do it. The specials, the specials picks of the week. Let's go to Super Chris and his Super Super Chris. What do we got? Yes. Uh, I know, Dan, I know I told you something different, but I'm going to switch one of those games around. Uh, I, I did say the Packers-Saints, uh, I believe, over, but I'm going to switch to the Packers at, to getting plus 13 with the Super there. Uh, and I'm taking one of my picks from earlier. Give me the Cowboys plus 15. And then I almost like the Steelers to cover this themselves at the Texans-Steelers over 35. Uh, I That's a game that I very much see. You know, I think Deshaun Watson himself can, you know, can get the the Texans to about ten points, uh, with with the Steelers kind of doing the rest of the damage. That's like a thirty-one to ten kind of game for me. So give me the the low thirty-five there. So that's Texans Steelers over thirty-five, Cowboys plus fifteen, and the Packers plus thirteen against the Saints. Wow. Okay. That bing, bing, bing. The only one that scares me there is the Pittsburgh Houston over. Um, same thing, man. I feel like that could be a, that could be a real defensive lockdown kind of battle. I, I still think Pittsburgh covers, but I, I I don't know. I mean, 35 points is nothing, but, I mean, you never know. You never know. That's what they, I'm just relying on the Texans to get, like, a little bit of something there and let the Steelers supplement the rest. You think the Steelers could shut them out? I mean, that could uh, – that's that's the one thing I'm worried about. I'm That's, you know, I'm hoping Deshaun Watson can at least get a touchdown for the Texans. Wow. That's sad. <laughs> that's, that's really sad. All right. All right, it is time for magic. It is time for Maddie's magic money nine parlay. Give it to me, Matt. 
All right, so I mean, we're we're two so far this year. I mean, I think I don't think I gave one out week one, but I had it in my head and it didn't hit. I'll get, I'll be honest. I'm an honest man. Um, but guess what? We're gonna we're gonna stick. Uh, you, you kind of threw it out there earlier. I mean, I I love Chris's Dallas pick. I thought it would take him on the spread, but you know what? Plus one eighty five on this money line for a team that I think is gonna win the Super Bowl this year. You know, I'm gonna throw them into the parlor this week. I, I think you know this is another classic. Um, as much as I'm scared, as far as Going against, I'm already going against the Saints as far as how they had a, a bad Monday night, and then you know you kind of have that classic public overreaction. I'm going to flip flip the other way around as far as how I think people are really really high on Seattle and how Russell's done this year, but I think Dallas is such a good team still, and and Seattle's secondary is so bad they have a chance not only to backdoor this game, it's going to be a one possession game, and I think whatever quarterback has the ball last is going to win this game. And I think there's just a chance. I think there's such a good opportunity for plus 185 to take Dallas in this one. And, man, Dan, I thought you were going to this game because me and you have talked about this all week. Yeah. I'm taking the G-Men. We're taking the NFC East parlay. The G-Men. Yeah. the G-Men plus 165. Now, I wish you took it earlier. It was plus 175 um, against San Fran, who is who's a skeleton. We didn't even talk about San Fran. Yeah. They're missing everybody. Mm. Um, Solomon, Bosa, Sherman, all not playing this week for the defense. You've got no Mostert, no Garoppolo on the offense. I mean, they're just a shell of themselves. Maybe no Kittle either. No Kittle probably. And, and, and you know, travel schedule, I think they only went back to West Virginia this week. But still, they're scared of the turf. They're terrified of the turf. Yeah, the turf they're terrified of it. The turf monsters. <laughs> I think they're going to be petrified. That parlay will play, pay out plus 655 for you. Plus 655 on that parlay. So... Lock in the NFC East parlay. Look at that. Giants, Cowboys coming together to make the world a better place. I love it. Um, for me, Survival Danny this week, let's keep it simple. Keep it simple, stupid. Bet against the Jets. Take the Colts. Yep. This is the <laughs> easiest one you're going to get. Most of you that already took the Colts probably already lost. You're out of your survival. <laughs> oh, you're out of your survival. Uh, this is super easy. We hit on Arizona last week. That was the easiest one ever. Uh, we're going to keep it simple. They're 11 and a half point favorites for a good reason. The Jets stink. They are terrible. They're the worst team in football. Indianapolis is the play, or, you know, I, I have no one else for you to go to. Take Indianapolis, please. Uh, okay, gentlemen, that's going to do it. Let's enjoy week number three. I can't believe it's week number three already. It's crazy. Things flying by already. We're, we're, it's going later, before we're we know it. Playoffs. It's crazy. All right, guys. Well, we will talk to you again next week on Sunday at 11.30 a.m. sharp right here on Sports Country Radio. That's at Sports Country net for Chris Raza and for Matty Ice, Matty C, Matt Silberth. I'm Dan Zampano. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this Sunday call.